It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X92 Nights X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, March 20th, 2023. The first day of spring 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. How was Friday when I was away? It was good. Good? Yep. yep. Nothing eventful? No. Yeah. How was your weekend? It was fantastic, yeah. Uh, right after the show, drove out to Banff. My sister was in town from Vancouver, so we spent the weekend in Banff and went snowboarding and had a bunch of nice meals in Banff and just had a great, nice. great time. Weather yeah. was good. Looked like some true spring skiing. So Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. It It's funny. The sun feels hot. It all of a sudden just feels like spring. Like yeah. The sun finally feels warm again. There was like a haze to the air that was just a very spring feel as we were driving out there. I was like, yeah, spring's here. We were talking about that too on the weekend. The, the sun is coming in at such a sharp angle now. It's just eating the hell out of this snow. Yep. And even like... Was it the week before last? It was like minus eight and the snow was still melting because the sun is so strong right now. Yeah. I was, sitting, a tan. I was sitting on a patio in a tank top yesterday yeah. for like two hours in a tank top. Did you get That's, a tan? Uh, well, no. <laughs> no. It's going to take a little longer than just one of those days. Especially you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, translucent is Color what we're at right bag. now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wet paper towel. Uh, nice. Yeah, what about you? How was your weekend? It was pretty chill. Uh, Well, I shouldn't say it was pretty chill. We had company in town, McKenna's mom, her brother, and then one of my best buds. So, yeah, it was kind of a party weekend. It was actually a lot of fun. Awesome. Um, But I'm happy to be back. Today on the show, just a very, a lot of standard Beckler and Sean affair. You like bits? We got bits. We got bits. We got bits. Fortune 500s, etymologies, Terry the Months, White Girl Sings. We're going to talk about Trudeau's appointee for the special repertoire type of snobs. One of the unfortunate things about being bald. Uh, somewhere else is being a bit Vancouver soft. We'll make fun of them. A funny type of apology card and a dad badge after your out of context clip of the show. Oh, my apologies my for punting your piss missile. I'm sorry I grilled your gish goblin. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I have a couple dad badges for your consideration, if I could, Beckler. Okay. Uh, the first one. Dad taking the kids for junk food and then saying, just don't tell your mom. Mm, just don't tell your mom is a good dad Just badge, don't tell your mom it? as a whole is, yes. Uh, I remember very vividly, though, my dad used to do this. So we'd go to McDonald's or go get a treat. And then dad would just say, just don't tell your mom. <laughs> Even though mom would be okay with it, too. It was almost like a bonding thing to say. You right. say it just to say, like, this is our little secret, right? And it makes you feel more in tune with dad. You and dad have that bond together. Definitely. Yeah. Um, like I'm the hard one in our fa- in our relationship. Like I'm the the more strict one for sure between me and McKenna. But yeah, I know what you mean. You'll just be like, "Oh, don't tell mom." Like, just, yep, yeah. It is just kind of like it is for bonding. You're yep, right. Yeah. And then on the times we've had boys' weekends, we even have a fun little saying. When McKenna goes away, we say, "When the cat's away, the mice will play." Oh yes, yes, that is a very dad yeah. saying right for there sure. as well. Even for though sure. really, I'm probably the cat. Yeah. So fair, fair, but yeah, no, my dad would take me to McDonald's and then he'd sit and he'd read the Sunshine Girl column and then I'd <laughs> have my junk food. That was a big thing. So that's, that's a good the dad badge. One. I like that. Kate, another yep. quick one for you: uh, tucking your t-shirt into your jeans. Yeah, that's I, a dad thing. Dads of yesteryear. Yes. I don't know if modern dads are doing that. Uh, I saw it recently with a dad who was a very, a very obvious dad. He had his sons with him and he had this, the tuck going on still. Mm. And I was like that right there. That is a dad badge. But you're right. Not quite as much as it used to be. Maybe we need to bring that back, us dads. Yeah, you should. To signal to other dads that, that we are, in fact, dads. You're the alpha dad. Yeah. Oh, look at that tuck. Ooh, that's a serious tuck. That's a big, big dad. So... 
Sometimes at the gym when I'm working out with McKenna mm-hmm. for certain exercises, I will tuck my shirt in and I call myself Terry Shirt Tuck when I do that. Oh, good. Yep. I'll be like, look who it is. It's Terry Shirt Tuck. Mm, Maybe I need to start talking a little more often though. Yeah, just tuck it all the time. Because I have a dad. Then you're, the, you're yeah, you just calling universal dad. I'm going to tuck right now. Okay. Yeah, tuck Maybe that shirt right in. Oh, yeah. It's even better if you've got a bit yep. of a boiler that can press against Absolutely. your Absolutely. Yeah, no, no. Put, jack those pants up just a little uh, bit there. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. yeah. Ready to take care of the kids today. Let's go. Holy, there's a dad in here. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My son Brigham is five. He came home from school one day last week and I asked him how his day was. And he said, not good. Connor kicked me in the penis. Oh, Connor. And I asked if he, like, did he mean to do it? Was it an accident? And Brigham said, yeah, he meant to do it. He kicked him in the wiener? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I'm Jeez. not sure what happened. But uh, then, then the next day, Brigham came home with an envelope with a card in it. And the card was from Connor. And it said, I'm so sorry. I hope we are still friends. I hope you accept my apology. My heart is so sorry for what I did. <laughs> Well, that's good. I'm glad so, that Connor yeah. apologized for kicking him in the penis. Yeah, in the penis. Big ups penis. to Connor's parents. That was that that's was good really of them, funny. I think. Yeah. I think it made Brigham feel better. Good, good. Um, secondly, the idea of a sorry I kicked your dick card is just the funniest <laughs> thing in the world, isn't it? <laughs> it really is, yeah. Like you go down to the Hallmark <laughs> store and you're like, okay, anniversary, graduation, birthday, Where's Mother's the wiener Day. kicking oh, section? dick kicking. Oh, there it go. is. Yep, great. Yeah, they got huh? a nice selection of sorry I kicked your dick cards huh? here. <laughs> my oh, apologies my for punting your piss missile. I'm sorry I grilled your gish goblin. <laughs> I feel uh, bad for booting your bullfrog. Oh, I'm sorry I punted your pocket finch. <laughs> sorry for towing your tugboat. I feel bad I hate your ham candle. <laughs> Oh, man, that's good. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So sometimes you and I, Beckler, like to make fun of Vancouver because they're just a little bit soft, right? And they're the softest people in the country, for sure. I mean, the, the weather there is milder, so I, I can't blame them. They're just kind of used to, you know, being... Uh, not yeah. having to deal with tough, the harsher. Tough conditions make tough people. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, sometimes their news headlines reflect this as well. They're just a little bit softer, so we like to talk about them as well. Well, I'm, I'm calling Calgary out right now because on the weekend I came across a headline that... Is very soft. We were being soft now? We were being soft. And again, we always, we. I'm not afraid to call us out when we... Soft is soft. Here's the headline. Calgary puddle prompts protest. Oh, is this the puddle in Martaloop? Yeah. Okay, I saw the headline too, but I didn't look into the story. What was going on there? It's a puddle that is there, okay, <laughs> uh, every year. And I guess the residents get frustrated because it's a big puddle and they don't feel this puddle should be there. So they're... They're protesting the puddle. Now, regardless hmm. of if it's valid, I think it like it causes maybe mobility issues because you... Of course. I get it. Yeah. We just can't be going around with headlines like that, though, okay? <laughs> when, when we make fun of Vancouver, we can't... Calgary puddle prompts protest is not something that we can have in our news cycle, all right? You're embarrassing us in front of the rest I, of Canada. Honestly. <laughs> so, other people are going to see that and be like, are you kidding? <laughs> Vancouver is going to call that soft. Do we want that? We don't. Sounds like you have a legitimate concern, but when deciding how to go about raising that concern, yes. keep in mind... Yes. Keep in mind that we do have a bit of an image to protect. Yep. We just have to be mindful of this, yep. okay, Calgary? Can we just be a little... Calgary puddle prompts protest is just That's not... That's a soft I, headline. I, I, just, uh, I don't want to see it again. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> okay let's do better don't next like time. That. Thank nope. you. Yep. So McKenna's brother was in town along with one of my good buddies this past weekend, and we all went out on Saturday night, and we were laughing about how... we. Of, of the guys that we are with, some of us would have to wear hats because all three of us are bald, and... 
three bald white dudes can't go out together, or it looks like a skinhead gang. Hmm. So, <laughs> Interesting. Never one, really thought of that before. One bald white dude, fine. Yeah. Two bald white dudes, okay. Uh. Three bald white dudes, you're kind of getting into hate crime territory there. So, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, through no fault of our own. Like, nope. We didn't choose to be bald. Nope. So we went downtown. The girls went in, in the first Uber, and then we came in the second. And I, t- I texted McKenna. I was like, you got to wait for us when you get there, because if you arrive early, you guys will get in, and we won't. <laughs> because four four pretty girls come right in. Yep. Three big, bald, white dudes? No. No, thank you. Yeah. No one's looking around their bar like, man, if only we had more big, bald, white dudes in here. It's fair. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we got in later in the night. We went to a, we, our baldness did come in handy at one point. We went to a, another bar later in the night and the girls were getting ID'd because they went in first and, and uh, my buddy gets to the front and he's like, does this count? And just takes his hat off and shows the guy at the door his bald head. Huh? And then the guy's like, yeah, that's good enough. And he was just howling. Oh my and then God. one after another, the rest of us, bald heads, bald heads, in we go. Hilarious. And it's like, even if we were 17, you should still let us in because You're bald at, at me. 17. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep. I need this drink, please. <laughs> I'm a bald 17-year-old white dude. It's tough out here. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. My sister was staying with me this weekend, Beckler, and uh, after she used the washroom, she was like, your toilet paper is awful. I was like, well, excuse me. She was chirping your TP? She was chirping my TP. You know, she was like, it, it feels like sandpaper. How do you use this stuff? And I was like, I, I look for the discount toilet paper, okay? I, yeah, stuff's expensive. You it's can't expensive. Throwing money around on no, that? No, clearly she's not. She's a bit of a toilet paper snob. Oh. Oh. She is. She is. The way she was talking about it, she's a full out TP snob. And I'm not, like, I have the odd time even stolen the odd roll of toilet paper from the hotel room, okay? If there's mm-hmm. a full roll there, I don't care. I don't, sometimes you need extra. It's tough out there. It's expensive. <laughs> I will take that. So we're quite opposite. She's a snob. I'm not. But I was like, I was calling her on. I'm like, you're a TP snob. Tough to be a toilet paper snob in this economy. It but is. They but they do here, exist. They you're right. Thing. Oh, store brand toilet paper. Might as well wipe your anus with steel wool. (laughs) I only allow straight satin to touch my undercarriage. Yes, well, I only import the finest eucalyptus fiber toilet papier for my guests. (laughs) (laughs) If it's not at least 26 ply, I don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, well, for myself, I keep a small alpaca farm behind the house and when I need to wipe, I summon an alpaca to the window and shear off a handful of fur. There's simply nothing softer. You must try it. Well, my sin cave can sniff discount toilet paper from miles away like the princess in the pee. Just call me the princess in the pee pee paper. and Shauna podcast. I don't know if you talked about this when I was away on Friday or not, Shauna, but uh, the Prime Minister has appointed the special Rapporteur to look yes. into these allegations of Chinese election meddling. Mm-hmm. And I think his choice, who he chose, was a brilliant bit of politics by the Prime Minister. So the appointee is former Governor General David Johnston. Yeah. Johnston was appointed by Stephen Harper in 2010. He served as Governor General for seven years uh, and by all accounts did a pretty good job. No major missteps. He sounds like a, a, a man of good character. Mm-hmm. But the opposition isn't happy with his appointment because. Well, for one, David Johnston is a member of the Trudeau Foundation, 
which has been implicated in this scandal. Yeah. And he's a pretty close friend of the Trudeau family. Like, his kids grew up with Justin Trudeau and his siblings. They would go skiing together. They would spend time at each other's chateaus. So... You knew that this was going to be the case. <laughs> like, when he said he was picking a rapporteur, and he's the one who's picking his own rapporteur, like, the whole thing is just like, what? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Of course you're going to pick somebody who is going to be uh, displaying you in a positive light, right? Well, that's why I think this was such a a brilliant choice, because, because David Johnston was appointed Governor General by Stephen Harper, right. it allows liberal supporters to say, well... Trudeau's critics wouldn't be happy with anyone. No matter who he picked, they're going to find fault with it. And that may be true. Mm -hmm. Someone like Pierre Polyev might find a problem with whoever the special rapporteur was. I'm sure, yeah. So I think that it was clever in that sense. But even more than that, if you take a step back and consider that nobody even wanted a special rapporteur. I know. The call was for a full... Independent investigation. Independent public investigation inquiry, yeah. right? Yep. And we didn't get that. We got a special rapporteur. But by picking someone that they knew was going to be controversial because of his ties to the Trudeau family, now you have Canadians arguing about whether or not David Johnston is the right guy for the job and forgetting that nobody wanted a special rapporteur in the first place. I mean, I think a lot of so, people still think it's dumb that there's a rapporteur. Like, there's still a lot of people that are talking about the whole idea of how stupid it is to have a rapporteur. <laughs> Like, again, you're you're the one selecting your own. Doesn't make a whole lot of it sense. It's kind of wild that that's how it works. I you know. know like if, it was, if, if I was implicated in a scandal. Yes. And I got to choose you as right? the person who looked into it. That would, there's a potential for a major conflict of interest there. Just isn't a little it? bit. Mm -hmm. Like, can we not find anyone to do this job? The job that nobody wanted to be done in the first place? Who doesn't have ties to the Trudeaus? Probably not. Is there nobody in this country Apparently who could not. do the job? Like, yeah. I guess it just goes to show how tight-knit this ruling class in Ottawa really is. They all know each other. Mm -hmm. And then there's the rest of us. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My mom bought my sister a doozy of a white girl saying barnyard <laughs> display thing, Beckler. All right. Let's Holy. have it. <laughs> okay, so this is what it says. I have salad for dinner. Actually, fruit salad. Well, mostly grapes. See where this is going? Oh, no. Okay, it's all grapes. Fermented grapes. Wine. I have wine for dinner. <laughs> wow. That was a journey. First, I was going to say, right? Like, holy crap. Is that not to mention, like, this is taking up a good chunk of your wall. Like, this is a, a bit obnoxious. That's not a white girl phrase. That's a white girl short story it's right there. It's an essay. Like, yeah. it's an essay about wine that my mom was like. a lot of barnwood to stencil that sucker on. Holy crap, wouldn't you ever... Oh, so anyway, I have to I have to say I was like, Mom, first of all, like you gotta be careful here, okay? We gotta be careful what you're purchasing. But also, uh, I think we need to rate this sure. one. Sure. Okay? okay. So how many Volkswagen Beetles with eyelashes out of ten are you giving this one? Uh nine. It'd be a, a ten nine? if it wasn't for the clunkiness. But Holy. yeah. It'd be, it's nine. It's yeah, That's it's right a there. Doozy. The Fangler and Shauna Podcast. Well, you can hang all the white girl art you want in your new home from Shane Homes. It's yours. Yep. You can stencil the, the whole wall if you want. Absolutely. The whole wall. Paint the whole thing in sayings, you white girl sayings. Customize the floor plan to give you more wall, more canvas to hang your white girl sayings on. That's what I would do if I were you. Affordable customization is something Shane Homes offers. Check them out at ShaneHomes.com. Shane Homes, the better way to build. Uh, what are you listening to lately, Shauna? What's been on your playlist these days? Uh, this is a song that I discovered actually from, um, there's a new show called 
shrinking. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's no. it's really good. What's it, it about? It's uh, about a shrink. Uh, okay. And actually a few different shrinks, essentially, is where it gets its name from. Um, it is the only show in my life that I've ever laughed out loud at. I don't You've laugh never out. laughed out loud at a show before? I don't laugh out loud at movies or TV shows ever. Like, what? really? Yeah. I, I didn't know, know that about you. Do you just laugh in your heart? I don't know. I or just, just like. You don't laugh at them? I don't know. It's really weird. It, like, my boyfriend will laugh out loud at basically everything he watches and, like, horrible shows, and it takes a lot for me, so. Cliff's got a big infectious laugh, too. Yes, he does, which is you, great. You don't laugh out loud at any show or anything? I don't often laugh out loud. It's weird. That is weird. Yeah. Oh, I definitely laugh out loud at movies and TV shows. I laugh out loud at books sometimes. Wow. What Book about funny things funny. you see online? Do you laugh or do you... I actually don't know if I laugh out loud that much at funny things online either, really. Are you a robot? I might be. That's odd. Yeah. I've never heard of that before. I know. It's really strange. I don't know why. So anyway. Just, I mean, you obviously find the things funny. I do. Yeah. But you just don't react with but actual I, laughter. Like, I don't even really... I, I mean, my laugh is weird, right? Like, because it's, it's the inhale. Yes. So maybe, maybe that's why. I, it's too much effort to inhale. Like, yeah, I don't know. But you laugh on the radio. I do. Yeah. You'd be the worst audience member at a comedy show. Yeah, I'm bad. Just, <laughs> I'm having a great time. This I, is hilarious. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> I'm busting up inside. No, I've, ta I've talked about that before, too. Comedy shows, like, I don't often laugh out loud. It's wow. weird. Okay, yeah. sorry, I derailed you, though. What's the song that you wanted to play for us? Uh, it's from that show, and yep. it's by Sam Fender. I was far too scared to hit him, but I would hit him in a heartbeat now. That's the thing with anger. It begs to stick around. So it can fleece you of your beauty and leave your spell when I so that is called 17 going under and yeah i heard that song and i have it's been on repeat for a long time it's a great song that sounds like it could have come out in the 80s yeah it sounds like it's from another time. I know. Sam Fender? Sam Fender. And it's yeah. a new song. It is, I think, not brand new. I think it's from a year or two ago. But yes, it's a uh, yeah, big fan. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember how, but I got turned on to this band, The Menzingers, lately. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've ever listened to any Menzingers. Yeah. I never awesome. had. And I was like, it came up somewhere. And I was like, where do I know that from? There's a, a filing cabinet in the station here that has a bunch of band stickers on. And one of the stickers is The Menzingers. So yeah. I don't know if they were in here years ago. But I'd never heard anything by them. Their music is awesome. Here's... So if you like that sort of gaslight anthem sound, that like, you know, Midwest pop punk emo Heck sound. Heck yeah. That song was on my uh, repeat playlist at one point too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm way behind on the Menzingers, but uh, I've been digging back through their old stuff and really enjoying it. That's awesome. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I went to a comedy show the other night, and I was seated next to just the biggest Terry. Oh, Such phenomenal. a Terry. I want to nominate him for Terry of the Month, and I wanted to tell you about him okay, if I please, could. Okay, please, yes. So if you've ever been to it, this is at Yuck Yucks. If you've ever been to a show at Yuck Yucks, they all start the same. They start with Blitzkrieg Bop by the Ramones, and then right before the host comes out, they play uh, Ballroom Blitz by Sweet. Right. And as soon as Blitzkrieg Bop came on, Terry started like singing loudly along to it. Oh, and I was yeah. just like, uh oh. 
You know, it, it yeah. was the, it was the early show too. So oh no! It's like Terry's been in the drinks. Yeah, he's been in the sauce so for a few. Oh, oh, oh god! And then he he was at a table with a few other people, and this woman across from. Then he yells, "Well, it's probably not going to be a second date, is there?" And I was like, "Is this a first date, Terry? Oh my god! Are, is this is this?" A, so I don't know if it was actually a date or if he was just joking with this woman that he was with. Yeah. Um. For, but from there. I mean, Terry was going to participate in this show. Absolutely. Like, he wasn't just going to be an audience member. Nope. He was going to be part of the show. Of so course. he was Okay. He was loudly replying to some of the comedians, and he was really into any of the jokes about drinking. Oh, of he course. He was cheering those on. Uh-huh. And, As uh, Terry would be. I mean, some of the comedians that night, too, were, like, newer to comedy. So I think there are comedians who enjoy a bit of that banter with the audience and can play off it and can do that sort of crowd work. But if you're kind of new, yeah, you want to stick to your your material and not get thrown off by some drunk Terry in the yeah. crowd, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, Terry didn't get tossed. Okay. He didn't get tossed, so he kind of like dialed it in, I think, and okay. realized that he should just sit quietly. So that was good. But then the funniest thing was after the show, I was using the bathroom before I went home, and Terry was in there. And in the bathroom, they have one of those Dyson Airblade hand dryers. If you're familiar, it's the one where you put your hands right in and yep. you slowly draw them up and it's that thin strip of air strips the water off. Terry was just blown away by this. Oh, my God. He'd never seen this technology what? before. They're everywhere. And anybody, he was saying to the other people in the bathroom, the other guys, are you seeing this? Oh, my God. Look at this thing. <laughs> So Terry's from somewhere rural, I'd say. Yeah. Doesn't get <laughs> Just out much. Just in for the night. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe on a first date. We're not sure. Okay. Yeah. Hitting the drinks pretty hard for the early show. Blown away by the hand this dryer technology. And <laughs> like those things aren't new, hey? <laughs> oh my God. They've been around for quite some time. Look Terry. at this thing. This is crazy. You seeing this? Like it was technology from another planet <laughs> or something. So anyway. Okay. Um. Yuck Yucks Terry. I'd like to nominate him. I appreciate this, Terry. Terry yeah, thank yeah. you. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. So Evan asked me to look into the etymology of the phrase dead as a doornail. Dead as a doornail. Which yeah, I, what does that mean? Totally. Um, and so if you say that, it just means something that's not functioning anymore. It's mm-hmm. like super dead. So a lot what of What is a doornail and why is it dead? Well, that's just it. A lot of people think it just references the idea that a nail as a whole is not in fact alive. And it's like, no, that's not it. Um, back in the 1300s, when this phrase was first used, they used the term dead nailing. And that's the process of hammering a nail into a door and then bending it when it comes out the other side making it extra strong to keep doors together when there was like wood and there was parts of of doors that just wanted to be together. So they called that dead nailing. Uh, And this was done back when nails were made by hand and were extremely valuable because of that. So people would often reuse nails. In fact, there were stories of people who would burn down houses and stuff to collect the nails that they could then reuse because they were super valuable. And again, they were all made by hand. Well, nails that couldn't be reused were the ones that were bent, the dead nailing nails, the door nails, because they were bent like that, were extremely hard to bend back, so Mm -hmm. they were basically considered dead nails. Dead as a doornail. Dead as a doornail. They could not be reused, so that's where the term comes from. So it only makes sense if you know that a doornail is a specific type of nailing. Mm Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the 1300s? 1300s is when they first used that phrase. Long ass time ago. And you still hear that, hey? You sure do. Long after the practice of door nailing. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's where it comes from. So good one. Etymology with Shauna. 
Shauna Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was in Banff on the weekend and I came across another, a couple great pun business names. Okay. Uh, that I would like to consider for the Fortune 500. I, I kind of consider Banff semi-local. So. Yeah, I agree. They're within the bubble that I would consider to be a local business. So okay, they could be great. full-fledged members of the Fortune 500 if they're good puns. And these are businesses that have been around for a long time. For some reason, I've walked by them a million times and never even thought of them. So the first one, the Uprising Bake Shop. Because oh, of the rising. Rising, because hey? of the bread leavening, the uprising bake shop. I'm a big fan of that one. Very simple. Good. You know where it is. Uh, I don't know if I would have caught that myself, but. Okay, well, there we go. I, I did. I it, it, Sometimes, yeah, they're so smooth that you just kind of, you don't even catch them. Yes. And then there we are. Uh, the next one, Banff National Perk. Ah. Uh, Coffee shop. <laughs> Banff National Perk. National Perk. You say it like someone from the East Coast. Exactly. Banff <laughs> National Perk. What are you talking about? Wonder if that's how it came about. Oh, I hope so. But that so one. Sit here in the perk. And you're like, right hmm? in the perk. Banff National Perk. It's did kind you of say a, perk? I said perk. I mean, Central Perk on Friends did it first. They did, yeah. That is uh, one of the greatest fictional pun businesses of all time, probably. Totally. Yeah. It would be in the discussion for sure. But this one's still... Yeah, Banff National Perk, it's good. It's genius. Yeah, and it's been around forever, and I never even caught it. And I was just like, oh my God, it's right there. It is right there for you. Yeah, I would say Banff is within Calgary's sphere of influence. Great. Okay, and good. And so those both count as Fortune 500 businesses. Excellent. Nice, nice work. Nice work. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live. Live on Calgary's Alternative, X92.9, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.